Are we doing the podcast now? Yeah, we're going to start now. Okay. Can I pitch a cheesy intro to you? Please. Okay. So I say my name, okay. which is Michael. Yeah, that is, yeah. I say, uh, uh, this is Michael. And then you say, and this is Natalie. And this is Natalie, just and, like that. And then we both say at the same time, and my and ex and I have a is... podcast together. Oh, that's cute. Thoughts on that? I like that. Do is you that, wanna, do is wanna... that too cheesy? No, I think it's nice. I mean, I, I, I like programs yeah. that have kind of a familial I do familiar too. I do too. Beat okay. Beginning. All right. So, let's try it. Okay. But we got to get down how quickly are we going to say and my ex and I have a podcast together. Let's just take it and like just okay. like see if it happens okay. and like if it doesn't then we can okay. we can talk about it. Hey everybody, I'm Michael. And I'm Natalie. And, and my, my ex, ex and, and I have, have a podcast, podcast together. together. I mean, we got it in one. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. I feel like because we got it in one, we should use it. Yeah, okay. That seems that seems like that seems like it, man. I feel good. All right, that's going to be the intro now. Hey-o. And which means the episode has begun. Hey. How are you? Cool. Are we going to cool. do any are of that? Cool, are you cool? Yeah. No, I'm good. I was confused about whether we were going to include the entire conversation that we had before that about Howard Stern. Oh, I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. I don't want to disparage him publicly. That's a good idea. Although I do hate him. Okay. I do hate him. However, his they used to dude, I don't remember even what channel it was. I'm thinking E. Ooh. But like at three in the morning they would play um the video version of his radio show, which I don't know if you're very familiar. Yeah, I mean actually I do. I do do know you're not familiar. <laughs> yeah. Was kind of raunchy. He would have like porn stars on sometimes like anna nicole smith back in her heyday yeah yeah tequila tequila she would have on or he would have on shot at love and she would like they would get naked sometimes and because it was on e it was all censored and stuff but as like a uh, eight-year-old or however old i was i was super into it and you can get naked on the radio no problem exactly because no one can see it except for howard stern except for howard stern gross but he was kind of a yeah he's kind of like a slimy uh jerk he also, his whole thing is like getting celebrities to say things that they don't want to say, and then they get in trouble for it, which seems like, I don't want to be known for that. You yeah, know? like, maybe maybe get a more positive job. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. 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 Welcome to my apartment. You're, thank you. This is the one we're doing in my apartment. Yeah. Every time I come here, there's a new decorative element, which I really like, and oh. I feel like is rare to find. Can you point it out today? Um, I think it's that book that is looking at me. The Beautiful Flower is the World yeah. by Jerry Sue. Wait, Isn't that a good title? It's a great title. What's that about? It is actually a book of photography. Oh. It's uh, Jerry Sue is a is I didn't a mean to sound so disappointed. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, it's a picture book? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jerry Sue is a, a pro skateboarder who started taking photos while they were touring around the world. And in China, he found, like, in a thrift store a shirt that was clearly like a weird translation because it was in English and it said the beautiful flower is the world. That's very good. Isn't that good? Yeah, that's super good. Isn't that good? good? I, and I just really love that title, so I, I keep it there. Hell yeah. I like yeah, it Yeah, no, that's that's new. I just noticed that for the first time today and, and I'm a fan. In a Rubik's Cube? There is a Rubik's Cube. Is that, that's so that's always there on top of that pile of books or is that just kind of That is accident? always there. No. Okay. Uh, well, it's meant to look like an accident. Oh, like, like oh, oh shit, you caught me like, with my completed Rubik's Cube. My bad. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yeah. I had someone over yesterday and Was it a it was no, it was my friend Brandon. Oh. Um, but he he picked it up because he and I the reason I have that Rubik's Cube is because he and I watched a documentary together about speed cubing. <laughs> and okay. he picked it up and he was like, Oh, do you know how to solve this? 
entirely now? Like, do you have all the algorithms memorized? And as he was saying that, he was fucking it up. Like, he was moving it around, and it, it was completed, so he ruined it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, I'm working on it, man. And he goes, I, I really want to learn, or I just want to look like I know what I'm doing. And I said, oh, let me teach you a really quick algorithm that'll m- make it look like you know what's going on. And so I started doing that and just, like, kind of teaching him how to do it. It's it's just, like, three little steps. And I accidentally solved it. Uh, I accidentally fixed everything that he did. And then I, I realized what happened, and I put it down, and he goes, holy shit, did you just, like, do that? And I said, yes, I did. I have a question about Rubik's Cubes. Yeah. Um, if you – okay, I get that there's, like, you got to know stuff. Yes. But if you just handed it to a person mm-hmm. – would like would they be like do you have to be in in the rubik's cube community and like kind of understand the protocol to even hope to solve it or could theoretically a person that you just handed it to that didn't know anything about rubik's cubes just solve it could they do it that's a good question i bet they could i bet they could eventually the reason i ask is because when i was probably like nine or ten i got a rubik's cube for christmas Mm -hmm. and i've kind of always carried this weight of shame because I, it was, you know, my family was like, you're a gifted kid. You're oh, in a gifted program. Yeah. Have a smart people gift. I think they misunderstood what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just like, I've never, I don't know what this is. Yeah. I'm, I'm not on the forums. Smart kids are good at it just because they memorize what they're supposed to do. I didn't even know that that was the pro. I didn't know that was the process. Yeah. There's no, I don't think there's any way little, okay. little Natalie should have been expected to <laughs> solve that. Thank you. There's no chance. Thank you for soothing that childhood wound. That's the thing about have you you've seen the movie The Pursuit of Happiness with a Y, starring Will Smith, of course, and and, and Jaden Smith. Oh yeah. Um, it, the the kind of climax of that movie comes at the very end where Which he's is a weird where yeah exactly <laughs> weird thing for a movie where he's trying to get the job at the business. <laughs> and yes, good. Uh, he can't get an interview, but he like hops in. The taxi with his potential employer who has a Rubik's Cube because it was like based in whenever, whatever decade Rubik's Cubes came out. Mm -hmm. And Will Smith says, I can solve I can solve that. And he goes, no way. No, you can't ride with me. And if you can solve it, you get a job. And so he's just like really panicked trying to solve it. And I've never understood that, especially now that I can do Rubik's Cubes, because he either knew it or he didn't right yeah, like exactly. I, I yeah. don't know yeah. what he was cracking is there an element of chance yeah oh yeah there's definitely an element of chance oh really well i mean i saw the thing the when movie? brandon was here no no, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> i but i don't like his thing doesn't make any sense a person who doesn't do rubik's cubes okay if you were like just Here's knowing a test. like just twisting kind of like hopefully yeah it wouldn't happen i don't think so okay i don't so i think the climax of that movie doesn't make any sense there's a lot of climaxes of movies that don't make any sense there's a lot of climaxes that don't make any sense am know? i right or am <laughs> i wrong fellas listen up ladies take a break <laughs> <laughs> well this is episode three yes uh do you have any notes you're pulling out your phone you know, you I thought just, I are did. Are you just texting somebody? No, no, <laughs> I gotta take this. Um, no, I thought I I thought I had a list of notes. Oh no! That I compiled in my head. Yeah. A list of notes is just a note, um, but it turns out I just had one, and I'm, I'll save it so you can go first. Okay. Okay. Anything. I actually don't have a ton. Oh. Uh, I figured we would just chit chat, and uh, you know, obviously, I wrote down a couple of things just you know. The just diligent, so we can get it going. The diligent podcaster that you are. Uh, okay, I have two very different beginnings, and I want to see. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pick one randomly. Hit me. 
because of my low self-confidence, I think, and trouble getting women throughout my life, getting women, I apologize for that vernacular, but anytime a pretty girl compliments anything about me, uh-huh. I will remember it forever, okay. and I have aspects of my behavior that I've that I adopted when I was like 16 that I still do to this day just because of some offhanded comment a girl said to me when I was that age. I'm going to really quick call you out on that and ask, are there any compliments from when we were dating that I gave you that you remember? Absolutely. Really? There is a shirt that you, I had taken a photo and posted it on Instagram and you just again offhandedly were like, damn, this photo makes me want to rip your clothes off or okay. something. Okay. And, <laughs> and I was like... I I still remember. I still have the shirt. Still remember the shirt, and mm-hmm. we'll yeah, we'll probably never forget that because I was like, okay, that's yeah, that's the look then. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. And that does sound like me. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, sixteen year old girl or you who yeah what what's going on there? She was eighteen, I think. That's but good. I, I was just kind of like thinking only, about. I was <laughs> only eighteen plus women are spoken about on this podcast. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, well, I was just that just made me think of the fact that compliments like that can't influence. The the thing that happened when I was 16 was she saw me take my belt off and said it was very attractive and I've never taken a belt off any other way. How's the way? Uh, I don't have a belt on right now cuz I'm fatter than I normally am, but you uh, I'm going to describe it Well, best considering I can. this is an audio medium, I think it would be best if you described I it. well, well, just for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you could help me describe it if I actually had a belt all right, on, all right, but I do. All right, not. All right. Uh, okay, so you um, unbuckle it, okay. and then the the buckle is in your left hand, right? Okay. At that point. Okay. However, you don't, and so traditionally, I think you would take it, you would grab it by your left hand, and then just pull it kind of outward. Kind slide it on out, all right. Yeah. Uh, however- We're both pantomiming, taking a belt yes, off Yes, yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. And just criticizing each yeah. other's uh, <laughs> skills. Um, and so, but the, the way I did it back then, which uh, was just something I was randomly doing, I grabbed, uh, from my right hand. So I, I'm grabbing across. Okay. And you're doing kind of a cross body and pull. There's a, there, there, yeah. And there's an angle uh-huh. that if you do it quick enough, it snaps. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and yep, and yep, yep, she, she heard that and she was just like that, that was very hot and I've never taken a belt off any other way. Yeah. Yep. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Back what then, other? What back other? Then it was a white studded belt. Ooh la la! Did you get that at Hot Topic? I sure did. What other compliments do you remember throughout as your I did, life? As I did all. Uh, do you ever wear trip pants? What I gotta was that? know. Did you ever wear trip pants? What the shit is trip pants? <laughs> it's like they're like this, like really big, wide, like usually black and usually like an accent color stitching, oh. and they have the chains on either side. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wore those? No, no, no. I did not. That was that was like that was more like goth rave shit yeah i was i was emo scene a hundred percent so my my i did the opposite i was wearing like very plain girl jeans so i had a giant crush on this guy excuse me a who wore those pants listen he wore those pants but he styled them it was like it was like normal shirt normal shoes that's incredible (laughs) and then just had those pants pants. and it worked because the shirt was always it was kind of non-offensive it was like a black or a gray like long sleeve henley like very very muted and then shoes would kind of be similar like some like very non-offensive skater shoes and then really the statement piece was the trip pants holy shit and i loved it and he worked it and he worked it so good and i was i remember i was in my seventh grade english class was this an older boy 
Yeah, he was one grade older okay. than me. So yeah. there was that kind of element too. But I was in my, I'd be in my seventh grade English class and I knew that after the bell rang, he was going to stop by my locker to like just talk to me really quick before our next class. And it was going to be like one sentence interaction. Yeah. But I was, I looked forward to that so much and I would get so nervous that during my English class, I would like stop being able to focus in like the last 15 minutes. And I would get so nervous that I would bite the inside of my mouth and I would like bleed in my mouth. That, and then I would have blood on my teeth. You would bleed in your mouth. Yep. I would have blood on my teeth. And then he would like come to my locker and I would know that I had blood in my mouth. And so I would be like, kind of like licking my teeth really fast, like inside of my mouth before I talked to him. Holy shit. He probably thought that I was very odd. That is un. Believable. Yeah. It is so hard for me to picture you in a situation <laughs> where you're nervous enough that you're chewing your fucking <laughs> cheeks. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, Can I ask you, what was a part of the attraction, or do you think part of the reason he was pulling it off and it was working, was that it was just like a different thing? 100%, because nobody else was doing that. Exactly. And I kind of was doing the same thing in that like... I wanted to be emo or goth or whatever, but like yeah. my mom was not fully behind the idea in terms of funding it. So I would have like one shirt that had a skull on it and I would have to like yeah. wear that and then like style it with like my normie American Eagle jeans and like kind of try to make that work. So yeah. it was like, we were both very much like, we wanted to have a certain aesthetic, but we couldn't really get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, it was good. That yeah. makes sense. That mm -hmm. makes sense. I, act, I look back with a lot of fondness at the... Um, the transitional phase of all the emo kids when they went from like, I mean, I went to a Catholic school, so dressing like a Catholic schoolboy, and they're in between the scene emo look and mm -hmm. their Catholic schoolboy look, and it's it those photos are phenomenal. That becomes a look all all of I its completely own. agree. Yeah. I, I fucking love it. I love it. Right on. I uh, there's a photo of me wearing a American ego American Eagle polo shirt. Mm -hmm. Girl jeans and like a red bandana. Yeah. And with dyed hair. And you're and like, I was like, look at that kid. Just yep, trying, trying to work it out, you know? <laughs> Just figuring it out. Just as trying you want to it. figure it out. Yeah. Shirt way too small. That was that was the look. But uh, okay, going back to the compliment thing though, I do think that is probably why I got stuck in an emo phase for the duration of my high school career because the girls in that scene were like they were all they about were, it yeah it yeah. was like it was an immediate first of all i think for me it was like an immediate identity which yeah. was which was very appealing to me it was literally just you purchase these clothes and have the audacity to fucking wear them in public and suddenly you are <laughs> in this crew of people yeah. and so that that was very appealing to me i think that was part of it but then also dude, a lot of those dudes were just like really insufferable so if you just weren't a kook then then the girls were were okay with you and yeah. so it was it was it was like free attention. And I think, I think that probably influenced my, I don't know how much passion I really had for the emo scene back in the day, but I certainly, I certainly was in it. I think for me, I just like, didn't feel like really, I, I did not feel like pretty or like feminine when I was that age. I felt awkward and like, I was so tall. Like I got this height in, yeah. in sixth grade and just kind of stayed. And I felt like so big and clumsy that I was just like, I can't, wear like super feminine girly pink clothes and like feel good oh interesting so like i'm gonna kind of go to this other aesthetic that like i can kind of hide behind a little bit more. yeah sure but it's still it's still self-expression but it's like self-expression that doesn't make me feel stupid i guess yeah yeah which can all things considered 
Maybe. <laughs> very silly. <laughs> yeah, very, very silly. silly. Very stupid. I, I can't believe I was so self-conscious about the fact that I couldn't straighten my leg and had a limp. And my response to that was to skinny buy skinny jeans, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Well, I when I was 15, I wrote a like six-page paper on nose piercings so that Hell my mom yeah. would take me to go get my septum pierced. Oh, that's sick. Which she did do, and it was very cool. And Hell I had yeah, it dude. until I got my first job at Steak and Shake where they made me take it out, which was very stupid. But that was stupid. But I think the reason that I did that was because I was, like, so self-conscious about my nose, and I, like, hated my nose so much. And I was yeah. like, I need to make this. Dude, yeah, yeah that's, that's what you do, you know? Yeah, you just got to, like, take it. And- I, to this day, am self-conscious about my face, so I like to keep my hair longer because it makes it look less wide. I've got a very wide face. I would literally never say that. Is that true? I think you have, very like, a narrow face, if anything. It's the hair. No, no I don't think know, it is. You've, you've, you've <laughs> seen me with I've all kinds you, of yeah, yeah, different haircuts. At all phases. Yeah, I don't I don't know why, but when I I do have a big head mm-hmm. and I think it is just it's because it's wide, but I perhaps wear it better than I think I do. But I think that the hair helped me is like it frames my face and makes it look a little more narrow. I'm really into your hair right now because I can see that it's growing out and I'm really into that for you, yeah. but it is shaped so much better after to you. your birthday. Yes. yes, you're welcome. Natalie bought me a very nice haircut at a cool barber shop in Columbus. Which and I appreciated. And so it was something I would never have done for myself. I know. And it was so fun. And that was such a fun day. And yeah. I got to it was see a good it day. Afterwards. Yeah. It was a good day. Then we got breakfast or brunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. I really appreciated that. Absolutely. This was, as we discussed last week post podcast, we were talking about Queer Eye mm-hmm. during the podcast. But afterwards, I you were like, that. I was trying to give you this experience. Yeah. Which you very much did. Um, but I had not seen Queer Eye yet. It was mm-hmm. before you had shown me Queer Eye, and so I didn't get to fully appreciate the the experience I was having. Do you really quick want to hear the end of that story about the boy that I had a crush on? Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, no. Don't say sorry because you didn't cut me off. It's just I kind of wanted to put this out there because it is very sad, and I do want your sympathy. Um, He was a grade above me, so when I entered the eighth grade, he obviously went to high school, um, and he started dating this girl. Yeah. You know, leaving me behind. Yeah. And it was very sad. And um, one day I decided to confront him about it over AIM. Oh, no. And he said, look, Whoop. Natalie. <clears throat> what? That was I was trying to make the noise of a, an IM coming in. Okay. You want to take it again? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't know if I'm doing the... I, I might be doing the fucking uh, iMessage noise. What? Whoop. I th- <laughs> Let me do one more time. One more time. Well, no. Well, I think you're right. I don't think that's the right noise. What is the AIM noise, though? Uh, it was shit, more like dude, a... dude, I don't remember. It was more like a... a Ding. No. Damn it. If I heard it... Anyway, he was like, hey, Natalie, I'm really sorry, but I like you, but I love her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. It, was, it was harsh. Jesus. Heartbroken. That reminds me of a story that I don't think I've ever told you. Ooh, I'm interested. So, I have a bleeding disorder. What? Yeah, it's called hemophilia. What? Uh, this is the bomb I'm dropping. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I have, I have, uh, but I also, it's a rare bleeding disorder, and I have a particularly rare diagnosis of said bleeding mm-hmm. disorder. There's only a couple people in the country that have this, like, exact diagnosis. Mm-hmm. One of them is a dude that is two years younger than me and lived like an hour and a half away from my hometown, which is bananas. Yeah. Um, and his mom and my mom met online and started chatting and they were like, holy shit, I can't believe we 
live so close. We should meet up and like become friends because we are going to need each other. Yeah. And so when I was like, I was in seventh grade and this kid must have been in fifth grade. We met in Toledo, Ohio at Franklin Park Mall. Shout out. And uh, I used to work there. I and worked we had the a, Yankee Candle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> anyway. I love Yankee Candle. I got right. a candle burning right now. Um, we met, yeah, we met there and we were having lunch in the food court at Franklin Park Mall. And I saw two girls who were of, of the emo persuasion, Ooh. which, you know, of which I was a part, as uh-huh. we just discussed. Yep, yep, yep. That was like my very formative years into that, into that whole scene. I saw them uh, sitting like a couple tables away and they were writing notes. And I thought in my head, oh, I wish they were writing notes for me, you know, <laughs> like just dropping notes off to me. That would be that would be so fucking cool. And I would look so cool in front of this kid that, like, is kind of my friend, but we don't know each other very well. That would really impress him. If, what, what was the, like, are they just going to kind of, like, saunter over and then, like, slide a note across the table? So or, like, 15 what's the... minutes later, oh. they sauntered over and slid <gasps> notes across the table at to me. Michael! I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. They were sitting there writing notes to me. Oh, my gosh. And the, I think they were trying to figure out what to say, but they just slid me a note that said, can you, can you talk for, like, five seconds or something like that? They wanted me away from the table, I guess. Oh. Because I was, I was sitting there. was trying to get away fifth grader you were hanging out with. And my, my mom and his mom were also there. Oh. Like, we were all sitting together. So props to them for, like, coming up and and in front yeah. of, in front of my mom and I hope they're lady. okay I do too I still think about them uh and so I immediately got up and I I didn't even I didn't even like tell anybody what was happening you were I, like, I was just too excited see ya, yeah. see ya losers <laughs> I got up and walked over there and first of all she said I'm sorry to take you away from your parents which was hilarious <laughs> it was very progressive of her. I know yeah exactly <laughs> um what is this like 2005 like yeah exactly yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, it probably was no maybe even uh, i was eight in 2000 yeah it was around then sorry (laughs) for that digression well no i always remember it because i always remember it because i the year matches up to my grade so i was in the seventh grade in 2007 oh hell yeah so i just took it back because you're what two years older than me so uh yeah yeah bing bong bing bing bong boom um and so I walked over, and mm-hmm. they were just like, we just thought you were super cute and wanted to talk to you and, like, get your MySpace information slash, slash uh, email or whatever. Or AIM. It was definitely AIM screen names. And so I gave them my MySpace and my uh, AIM screen name, which were both Michael Izzawini, <laughs> which is not, yeah, not what you want in that instance. Um, and then I was just on cloud nine the rest of the day. Yeah. I walked away and... Uh, got to go back to the table like, yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry. sorry. Like, they just needed my, they mm-hmm. needed my number. My fans. Yeah, my fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but, uh, so as soon as I got home, I sent them, I added them on MySpace and sent them a direct message. Amazing. And one of them I fancied more than the other one immediately. Mm-hmm. I found out that she was in high school. Wow. She was a sophomore in high school. And I was with a friend of mine, and he was like, dude, you can't, you can't sit here in seventh grade. No. You, got, you got to pretend to be older. Yeah. Which they thought I was, because you, you hit your height pretty quickly. I also, I did not really grow in high school. So I was like, going into high school was like 5'11". Mm-hmm. Uh, so I looked a little bit older. And I, I lied up and said I was in high school. 
but then she started talking about high school and oh, I couldn't, no. I had no, Algebra. I had no oh. idea what the fuck was going on. Oh. And my Marching friend, band. my friend was in high school, so he helped me a little bit, but when he left, I was left to my own devices and I had no idea what to do. I would complain about classes and then she would be like, why don't you just take, why did you choose that elective? Why didn't you choose a different elective? And I was fuck. like, oh shit, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. I have no idea what that means. This is, I don't know. I'm in over my head. And so we chatted all summer, uh, agreed to hang out a couple times. However, I couldn't drive. She right. thought I could drive. Yeah. And so I had to like bail day of a, a few times just to keep up appearances. Uh-huh. And then eventually, uh, this is my heartbreaking conclusion, had to come clean and say, you've been talking to a seventh grader this whole time and I'm really sorry about it. And the first time I confessed, I just, I told her that I was in, eighth grade instead of seventh grade but then my little conscience was weighing on me and she she still was kind of cool with it and I don't think was going to date me anymore but still was going to keep talking to me and then I (laughs) but it was weighing on me and I had to just say listen I'm actually in seventh grade and she was like we can't talk you're you're a child so you're telling me that you have the audacity to sit here and be on this podcast with me talking about like I don't have confidence women don't give me attention when you were pulling high school girls in seventh grade yeah yeah, I, I listen. What happened, Mike? I don't know. What happened? I had confidence back then. I guess. I, I don't know what it was, but it was just, and I think it was like the the kit. It was the identity that I was able to mm-hmm. purchase from Hot Topic that that <laughs> gave me that that confidence and and led me to that because I I also only dated older girls until I was like a senior in high school, and and that was another like big piece of my confidence was. <laughs> My girlfriend's driving me around because I can't drive. That's a baller move. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's absolutely. a baller move. <laughs> absolutely. Did you, were you, I think every kid tries to act older than they are. But were you doing, because I picture you as kind of like a a good girl, like a musical theater girl. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Uh, so were you, were you being mischievous and like revelrous back then or or were you acting your age? Well, it's interesting because in terms of in high school, I didn't like drink or do any recreational drugs or anything All of high like school? that. All of high school. Not Jesus. a not a drop. Okay. Not a drop, not a puff. Holy shit. I smoked Marble Reds out my friend Kayla's windows yeah, at her did. grandparents' house once and I was Hell like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us, huh? Look at us. Holy shit. Okay. Um but yeah, that was it. But it, it, not for lack of wanting. Like I, I, yeah. I think I would have. But like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I thought I hung out with cool people, but maybe not. We just didn't do that. Like that just wasn't something that we considered doing. That was such a huge revelation to me. Okay, so but I one hundred percent was was trying. Oh to yeah, you were a nightmare. I was a nightmare. Yeah. My and my best friend at the time, who lived around the corner from me, was three years older than me. So when I was thirteen, he was sixteen. And a 16-year-old is pretending like they're 21. So I was a 13-year-old doing an impression of a 16-year-old who was doing an impression of a 21-year-old. Right. <laughs> which is awful. It's not good. Um, and, you know, we would like – I remember being – summer going into eighth grade, going to the pool, uh, our local uh, watering hole, and hanging out. <laughs> and we would we – would Usually when people use that expression, they don't mean a they literal mean a bar, hole yeah. of water. Yeah, they mean a bar. Uh, 
Yeah, well, the watering hole. No, here's how I'm going to connect the it. The pool? We would get booze and go to the... I would, like, be casually drinking at a pool at 14 years old or whatever. And I thought everyone was doing that. It was a huge revelation to me when I was, like, 18, looking back at my high school career and realizing, oh, not every kid was, like smoking weed when they were 15 and casually drinking at a pool when they I were the in eighth grade. I had the opposite experience because I didn't know anybody, like I, I didn't have my, I wasn't hip to what was going on. So I didn't think anybody was doing it. We would have like people That's come so in and funny. do dare and be like, don't do drugs. And I'm like, nobody's doing drugs. Like That's so funny. Yeah. No, they were talking to me. <laughs> they were talking to me, <laughs> which is, yeah, I can't, I can't believe that and and I only had a couple experiences where we were doing like very felonious, not good things. Where I thought, I bet other kids aren't doing this. <laughs> I did date a felon. Hell in high yeah, school. dog. Yeah, you dated a felon in high school. Yeah, he was not in high school. No, he was in high school. Oh, yeah, and already caught a felony. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Um. He. Uh, so he had. He was like the new kid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Which like. Oh was yeah. Spicy. Yeah. But like. When he was at his prior residence in Colorado, mm. apparently one night he and his friends just decided to cruise down a residential street armed with baseball bats and just completely smash the fuck out of every window and windshield of every car on this residential street yeah. and caused like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of damages. Yeah, that's... that's For whatever goddamn reason. Boy. I was doing that shit. <laughs> I can't why, believe... Why? Why? I have no idea. And like <laughs> the the my temperament and like disposition now, I can't believe yeah, no. I was such a little asshole. Like I, I I guess I probably just wasn't processing that these were real people who were gonna have to pay for the damages I did. Right. But I, I don't know. I don't know how I didn't process that, or maybe I just didn't care back then, but I, I can't believe how like little regard I had for people's personal property. Well, I can't believe that, you know, this high school boy who had done this then looked at me, a high school girl, and said, I did this. And I said, great, we're going to date for eight months and I'm going to lose my virginity to you. Like, why was that my, why didn't I make that judgment call? That's a good question. I mean, like he was the new, he was the bad boy. That's true. You know, Mm -hmm. you uh, you probably wanted a little bit of that. Just a, just a taste. Just a little, just a little. A little nosh. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I wonder, because I, see, I would have been attracted to a girl who wasn't doing those things, because then I get to look like a bad boy. If I, if I tried to hit on a girl back then who was also vandalizing things, yeah, we could bond over that, but she also wouldn't be impressed by the bad things I was doing. You I don't know? know that I was impressed, more just like, please don't anymore. <laughs> I, oh, I think really? I was just you were trying like, to turn them around? I, yeah, I think I was kind of just like, do you... Could you not? And what's weird about that is he was kind of get, he would do, he would get into things. Like he did smoke weed in high school and like drank and like would have people over for bonfires and like they would be drinking or whatever. Fuck yeah. But his mother mm-hmm. was, that his family was like super duper Christian. Yeah. And for his birth, for Christmas, uh, his oh, he mother. He was born on Christmas? No, no. <laughs> I don't know why I almost said his birthday, but on Christmas, you his mother yeah. got me a, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his birthday, yeah. um, got me a present. It was a book and it was called The Spiritual Atheist. And she was like, listen, I know that you are in, in the part of your journey where God has not, you have not found God yet, but Fuck like, me. I hope that this can be the first step. And I'm like, I'm trying to keep your kid from like right. getting 
alcohol poisoning every yeah. weekend. Like, can you chill? And she must have known. Yeah. Like, I've, what the hell? I have two things to say about that. Uh, um, uh, I don't remember the first one. Oh, yeah, dude. Just to put things into perspective, him smoking weed in high school and stuff. I had been arrested for and was over weed by the time I turned 18. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I was over it. Yeah. I had done it so much, which is just, that's so fucking weird to think about and haven't really smoked weed since then. But considering who you are as a person now in front of me. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that super bizarre? Bananas. Yeah. I'd, I've been, I've been handcuffed three times and been in the back of multiple cop cars, uh, but only as a minor. Wow. Brag about it. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> And this, the second thing was speaking to the the uh, Christian conversion because I had I had a, a memory the other day and and tweeted about it. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but I I can't believe this happened. I was in college and was kind of friends with a kid who was who went through an atheist phase, but ultimately turned out to be a, a good pious Christian boy. Um, I th- I'd like to think his his. Uh, position on things is a little more evolved now and, and nuanced, but he took me to Culver's oh. and sat me down and I thought it was just a friendly hangout. He's like a year younger than me or something. So he, he was probably t- 20 and I was 21. Uh, and, and I bought, I fucking bought his dinner and we sat down, we were catching up and I realized midway through that he definitely had an agenda and he was bringing me here to talk to me about the Lord and the fact that God loved me, even though I wasn't, uh, I wasn't following in his path. I hate that so much. I had never wanted to go sin <laughs> so much. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to do everything I wasn't supposed to do mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I wonder if that was part of my rebellious nature and the fact that you... Yeah, I didn't grow up religious, so I didn't really have anything to rebel against. Yeah, I was that's... just like, all right. Oh, that <laughs> could be, man. That very much could be. Yeah. There's probably something to be said about the fact that I did grow up Catholic, which is just the worst in, right. that, in that regard. Yeah. And then immediately tried to break all the laws I could when I got to high school. It's so it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> I I dated a girl in in Toledo, mm-hmm. which was an hour away from my hometown, when I was going into my freshman year of high school, and then through my freshman year of high school, couldn't couldn't drive at the time but i would sneak out at night and go like my friend who uh, i mentioned before was three years older than me would drive me to see her at like midnight and then i would come home at three in the morning or four in the morning right before my dad woke up for work which is so ridiculous yeah (laughs) and smoke weed on the way that's insane what she had to do oh goodness gracious i was going to say i so i did not really do a lot of um substances in high school however mm-hmm. uh and and I was being I was being honest when I said that I did lose my virginity to this man that I dated my senior year of high school yeah but before that my parents and I think to their credit were very lenient about me having boys over mm-hmm. and me spending time at boys houses mm-hmm. and so like I'm like 15 having sleepovers with my boyfriend hell yeah and we're not not really doing anything like we're just kind of kicking it and watching happy feet right but like you know like watching happy feet oh you remember that movie i loved that movie i was all about it i can i i don't think i've ever seen it but i I have vivid memories of like the advertisements and and how amazing it seemed to be yeah uh that's that's kind of cool actually My, my parents were pretty similar like they 
they were very lenient in that regard. I they never explicitly told me that I could have girlfriends stay the night, but they did, and then my parents wouldn't really care. They would just be like, "Oh, okay, well, that's that's fine." And I, I remember uh, one of the times I was in handcuffs was I was having I, a girl stay the night, and things got a little wild. Well, okay, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were they were furry handcuffs. <laughs> Uh, no, I, so I was talking to a girl in, uh, a, a neighboring city that was like 15, 20 minutes away. And, uh, but I was too young to drive and my friend drove me to see her and he didn't, he had a suspended license cause he was a terrible driver. And so we got caught while we were in this city, got put in handcuffs cause I wasn't old enough to drive the car home, driven to the police station and brought back. And, uh, his parents came to pick us up. And then his his mom woke my parents up at three in the morning and told them what had happened and that she had to pick me up from from a police station. My dad was like immediately very furious. And I believe he told me I was fucked. <laughs> but then I went to bed and woke up and uh, his mood had changed for some reason. Uh, and he he was like totally cool with it. He just said, listen, man. Girls can make you do some crazy things. I totally understand. Just don't, just don't fucking do that again. And yeah. then let me, let me slide. And right so on. they, yeah, they were also, they were also pretty chill about that yeah. stuff. And I think knew that if drinking at their house was much safer than anything else, so they were kind of cool with that stuff too. Yeah, which is good. I think that's the move, man. I really do. Like in almost every case, I feel like when there are like super duper strict parents, that kid is like way more likely to be yeah. unbearable. For real, it's true. Yeah. It's true. It's totally true. Do you do you want to have kids? I do. Yeah. I do. I um I honestly want to I want to have kids and think about having kids and can see myself having kids more easily than I want to get married and can see myself getting married. And, oh. And 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 that's not to say that I don't want that, but it's just easier for me, I think, because you know, the first portion of my life was being raised by a single mom. And right, when I think right. of early childhood, I just think of a single parent household. And so it's really weird for me to think about like, oh, having kids like that is something that you do with another person. Right, 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 right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and the reason, the reason I ask is when you, do you get like, uh, are you, do you get into moods where you're thinking about it more? Does something like trigger you to think about having kids someday or is it, because it's a, it's a, I guess it's a feeling that I don't always have. And so there are things that pop up that actually make me think about it. So it's, it's interesting because I think it's like, there are certain things that maybe make me picture my own future. And, and it's like, and it's a very, like, my brain is saying like, oh yeah, we want this. And like, this is probably what mm-hmm. we are like living and aspiring to someday. Yeah. And then there's baby fever, yes. which is all hormonal and not in my control. Oh my God. My boss just had a baby and just like seeing her like be pregnant and like now has this baby. It's like my body is on fire. Oh, that's so funny. All (laughs) moments of the day. Like I, like we are ready. And if you think about it, like I, you know, I don't know. I don't want to be like super TMI, but like I have been of childbearing capability for over a decade at this point. I don't know if that's TMI. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be TMI here, but I have a vagina and I'm, I'm <laughs> and in my a 20s. In a whole uterus, yeah. yeah. No, uh, but like, so my body's been like 
we're ready. Like yeah, we're yeah, on. Yeah. We're, honestly, we're like over the hill at this point. We're closer to the end <laughs> no, than the not. beginning. <laughs> no, in terms of like reproduction. Sure. Yeah. Um, but well, we're probably nice, nice in the middle. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, no. Over so the hill. so there's definitely a difference between like, oh yeah, like this makes me think about like the logical possibility of having children one day, and like my ovaries are on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The like the like uncontrollable biological imperative that triggers that in your mind is is fascinating to yeah. me. I, I I don't think I have that. And actually I think I think generally speaking I don't want kids, like I said, but then I get flare ups of something will happen or I'll see something and it'll be like, oh man. Yeah. Maybe I could have a kid someday. It happened to me uh the day before yesterday. Or no, it was yesterday. Uh I was at the pharmacy picking up a prescription and it was a pharmacist who knows my mother and so she knows me very well and and we've just always been friendly i'm a, a sickly young man so i'm in there a lot and <laughs> i she saw me walk up and she was like oh hey mr b which is weird. <laughs> which is what i call my dog yeah yeah <laughs> which no one's ever called me mr b before and that's very strange but it, it made me it's like a cartoon yeah, character yeah and I think I think the reason, yeah, it's it sounds like a cartoon character, which is why or I or like the cool teacher on the after school special. I immediately pictured a kid calling me Mr. B, like a friend of my child oh. coming over and being like, "What's up, Mr. B?" Thanks and for the cheese sandwich, yeah. is Mr. B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and that made I was like, "Oh, dude, I could I could I could do that. That sounds pretty good." Yeah. But it's always weird shit like that, and actually. It goes away when I actually interact with a child. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like, it's all theoretical in, like, these very specific scenarios in my mind that make me want to have a kid. But actually interacting. I've only – I've met a very few children in my life that I actually enjoy. I – see, that's the thing is I know that when you commit to having a child – uh, you should be prepared and willing to like love it no matter what the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But I really hope that my kid is like I know a cool, cool yeah. and like really weird. Yeah, like I want my kid to be like that weird like kid in a sweater vest who like carries around an encyclopedia and it's just like, do you want me to tell you what kind of bug that is? Like oh, a I, dork. I want. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. 100% what I want. Like, I don't want some, like, we're going to play football and be well-adjusted. I don't yeah. want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And I think you can cultivate that. You can. I work. hope so. I, ho- I, think I really want to make a kid Because I'm yeah. sure the kids that I meet that I don't like, I probably also wouldn't like their parents. Right. Like, my friend EJ is so cool and has the coolest fucking kid in the yeah. world. And yeah. he's he, his kid is one of the only kids where I see and hang out with and I'm like, "Oh, dude, okay. I would love. Yeah, yeah, I would love a little a little one like that cuz he's he's like super fucking cute and just his parents are like I think they're listeners by the way, so shout out to you guys. Shout out. Are like, you know, just cool like kind of punk rock awesome people who are very sweet but uh you know, they like uh EJ travels for work and like brings his kid with him and they takes him to museums wherever they are and oh, like gets him interested I in like cool that. shit. Yeah. And I so feel like having a kid, you have a pass to so many cool activities. Oh, that's like, so Like, do you know true. how much I would love to go to freaking Kosai? Yeah. And just oh, kick I it. I love Kosai. But you can't do that as an adult. No. I, yeah. I tried to do it like a couple years ago. Me and my mom went to Kosai and it was like, it was uncomfortable. Like, right. Because I was like a 21 year old person at the time. Like, mm-hmm. It was weird. Yeah. And like having a kid, like, and like 
getting them excited about all the things that like yeah dude. like i want to go like do the touch tanks at the aquarium and yeah. i want to go like make slime like yeah. I, like i just want an excuse to go do that yeah kind of stuff. yeah 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 i want it to not be weird that i'm watching batman exactly yeah. well <laughs> my kid hates it and you're gonna do it anyway <laughs> my kid hates it yeah. dad can we god please anything else i just want to watch ghost hunters <laughs> no you love batman come on you love it <laughs> I think the news is on. Like, I think, yeah, I think the president's about to make a statement. In, can we tune into CNN? Like, I need anything else. <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> on the other side, though, like, I do know um, that the kind of choice to not have children is, I think, becoming a little, hopefully, a bit more socially acceptable. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, and I think that's really cool. And I know this girl um, who, like, she she has made it a point on her Instagram to kind of talk about the fact that she wants to be child free, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she doesn't like kids. Sure. And she's very excited to like be around her friends' kids and like be an aunt and like be yeah. a part of a community that raises kids. And I could kind of see myself doing that too. Like yeah. if, 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 you know, in whatever happens in my life, like I definitely see myself wanting to aid in the, raising of children yeah. no matter what the context yeah i felt so with i that. think that's pretty cool uh, yeah. my, my aunt was very much like that i yeah. think uh she understood that her her father was a very shitty person was like very concerned that she would behave similarly or just had some bad habits or subconscious things that she thought were okay or was going to slip into if she were to ever have a kid and so she, yeah she just decided to be a cool fucking aunt and she was yeah and like you know, I think my dad slipped into to, to those things a lot and was a lot more like his father than he probably would ever want to admit. Mm -hmm. And so she, yeah, she, I think she made a good move. She was like just a really cool aunt, but didn't, you know, was never put in a position where she had to like question whether or not she wanted this kid or the kid made her angry and she had to react or, or anything like that. She was just like, I don't know how I'm going to be in those situations. So I don't want to I don't want to roll the dice on that, you know? Yeah. Which is cool. I Like, yeah, she was she was the shit. Yeah. People should do whatever they want to do. and That's good. Unless it's crime. Unless it's crime. Or in, well, unless it's a good crime. Yes. You can do good crimes. You can do good crimes. Don't do bad crimes. And you can have kids if you want or don't. Yeah. Yep. I think that's a good stance. <laughs> that's one of our many. I think don't, <laughs> don't fight. Don't fight. Don't do drugs. But if you choose to, at least know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. Yeah, know the lingo. Mm -hmm. And then uh, don't do Don't crimes. do bad crimes. Um, bad crimes, specifically. And make the choice about having a child that is right for you. Yes. That's okay. Those yeah. are, We're those building are, kind of a list of commandments. Yep. Those are our official stances so uh -huh. far. And yeah. we will update the list on our website <laughs> uh, as, yeah. as we continue. Uh-huh. I like know, that. Our official, our official statements Sounds and good. positions on all these things. All right, so I, I had something that I wanted to ask you um, that I kind of noticed myself doing, mm -hmm. um, which was, so when I'm on dating apps, I keep hitting the mic with my hands that's as okay. I gesture. Yeah, that's all right. When I'm on dating apps, I will be, I'll be swiping, mm -hmm. and I'll see a gentleman who is very attractive to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I like your face. I like everything that's going on. Hell yeah. However, I can tell from your photographs that you are shorter than me. And uh, you likely weigh less than me yep. and are generally a smaller person than I am. And as a woman, 
I am very self-conscious about that, especially as a lady who is taller than average and perhaps chubbier than average. And I say to myself, there's probably no way that this gentleman who I am attracted to would like to to enter into this situation. Oh, okay. And so I, I swipe left. Never mind. Yeah. Not enter into anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, everybody. But no, I, I so I, I kind of, uh, I have like, insecurities that inform who I think I'm like quote unquote allowed to date and sometimes I feel bad about it because I don't ever want you know these short kings out here thinking that I don't like them because I do it's just I don't think you're gonna like me probably oh yeah no uh, dude I I do the exact same thing yeah I definitely do and and very few times in my life have I like let myself swipe right on those situations but but yeah it's there, there are people who I just automatically assume are not going to, like, they're, like, way, way too hot or way too whatever it is. And yeah. so I'm, I'm, like, there's there's no way they would ever give me the time of day, which is a terrible thing to do for yourself, you know? It's not – it's – it's that's weird. Uh, yours is unique in that it's just – it's totally – you're kind of assuming their insecurity. Yeah. And is yeah. that – like I, that, I do feel bad about that because, like, they're right. probably super fine with it. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I bet. Oh, that's so. That's that's very interesting. I, I bet they are. I think. I think the short king revolution is happening right. Happening right now. I hope so, because God bless them. But yeah, that shit's that shit's popping off, and yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I have a, a couple friends who are who are a part of it, and I, I very much appreciate that. I think, and and this is a this is a plea to all short men. As you kind of reclaim, whatever it is you're reclaiming. I need you to publicize your stance on dating tall women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I need you to start saying that you love your tall girlfriend. Yeah, you're totally cool with that. You're in your, and you would love that. I fuck with that, yeah. Because I, I it's not, it's not that I don't want to date you. It's mm-hmm. that I don't think you would want to date me. Yeah. Because I, in comparison, would look like a giantess. <laughs> An Amazonian, if yes, you will. Yes, if you will. Like Wonder Woman. Yeah, except for way less hot. <laughs> And like a less athletic and strong, and, uh, yeah. and just like a like a lazy Wonder Woman. You don't have a lasso of truth. Mm-mm. And I wear a lot more clothes at all times. Not that there's anything yeah. wrong with Wonder Woman's outfit, but well, I have spider veins, and I don't, <laughs> I don't need to let that out. <laughs> you know, the creator of Wonder Woman was like super into bondage, and so a lot of the early mm-hmm. stories involve like her lasso, and like mm-hmm. there's a lot of eroticism. Mm-hmm. That seems kind of strange because she's like a female empowerment figure that uh, he had her tied up a lot because he he liked it. You know, I never, ever, ever thought that I would be into bondage. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. No. Like, I, like I've never, like, like, fantasized about that or thought about that. It's, like, never been on my radar. But nowadays, I'm on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And I see some of these cool rope tricks. And I'm like... What's going on? I've heard a few ladies say that. Yeah. Where it's like they never expected it and it was either suggested by a partner or just like a mutual decision to try something out. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, holy fuck, this is, this is the tits. Well, I always thought that it would – because I'm, I'm very claustrophobic. Like I don't yeah, even yeah. – Yeah, you know that. I yeah. don't even like to really be in elevators. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that feeling restrained would feel bad for me. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
Huh. It, and, and there's like an artistry to it. Like there the is. way they're tying it, like you have to like make sure that things are in the right place and we're doing loops. Yeah, and yeah. It's very interesting. Well, have you ever done like handcuffs? No. No? No. Really? Never. We didn't do that? <laughs> no. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. I would start with that. That's, a, that's an easy way to start, you know? I, I, for some reason, handcuffs freak me out more than rope. Rope, I feel like I could maybe wiggle out of. Yeah, that's true. Handcuffs, that's just like real steel, baby. It depends on the kind of handcuff. I, like, I, I've, I've done that before, and I'm not fucking dropping 80 bucks on a nice pair of handcuffs. Okay. It's, just, it's more just like the idea. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> I bet this girl could have broken those handcuffs pretty easily. Okay. I don't know, but like... I literally got it also came with a little uh rev, like western revolver toy. Pew <laughs> <laughs> pew and a sheriff's badge. It was from the toy section at Target. Walmart. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's true man, but if you're trying it out, if you're trying out, you know, you don't want to like drop a bunch of money That's on it. That's a good it. point. Well, yeah, what if you don't you need don't, these you handcuffs? You might not like it, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. You got to be careful with those because those can be painful because they're not made for adults doing sex. In the film Fifty Shades of Grey, uh-huh. um, Christian Grey, the titular character, mm-hmm. is into BDSM. And... Uh, Bitsum? Bitsum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, part of it is that he, when he's, you know, when the... W- the inciting action, like the rising action. There we go. Yes. In that part, he um, goes to the hardware store that the ah. female protagonist works at. She works at a hardware store. She, yeah. Oh. Um, and he's, he goes there and he buys rope, duct tape. Okay. And zip ties? Murder. Yeah. You think murder. Rope I get. Yep. Duct tape I don't love, but I do get. Mm-hmm. Zip ties? Zip ties are an interesting one. Yeah. Do you want to know what's funny, though? After he does that, because she clearly does not know what's going on, he's like, what else would you recommend? And she's Hilarious. like, she's like, I don't know, man. I don't know what you're crafting. Yeah. Uh, coveralls, I guess. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. some overalls. <laughs> a shovel because you're yeah. going to murder somebody? <laughs> yeah. Is it, uh, okay. And can I ask you a question about the duct tape? Yeah. Is that for the mouth or also just additional restraints for wrists and ankles? They don't really specify in the film, but if I'm going to kind of like speculate within the fiction, I think it could be for anything. Got it. That yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And why? There's 50 shades of him. Yeah. Um, I will qualify that the title of the uh, series does come from a line where he's talking about his trauma and he says, I'm 50 shades of fucked up. That's terrible news. <laughs> That's terrible news. What you just told me. I thought I really thought I. I can't believe someone said it in the in the story. Yeah. I really thought I like, it was just like. I just showed it to Karen Logan for the first time. I think I told you before, but he said it, and then I like looked over at him, like. Yeah. He said the name. He said the name. I. That's. Oh boy, that's mm-hmm. real bad. Yeah. That's worse than I thought. I thought it was just like a little nuanced title Mm-mm. showing that he's a very complex character. No, he uh, does say it with his mouth and oh his words. Boy. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, oh boy, I I never like that. Yeah, I never like that. My f- my cat's on top of the fridge. Then you're gonna fall. <laughs> Man, owning pets is so good for uh, you. I love us, it. Well, I, and I was almost gonna talk about that when we were talking about having kids because there's a part of me that's like, 
what if I just got a lot of dogs? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. too many. Like, if I didn't have kids, I could have, like, I could justify, like, 12 dogs, I think. Yeah, that's true. You could. Yeah. You could. Probably not in your apartment. No, I would have a house at this point. Yeah, yeah. A, per- perhaps a small farm. I fuck with that. Yeah. I fuck with that. I, ooh, a farm. It's just like a tiny, you know, I've really been thinking about farms recently. Mm. Because I grew up on a farm. Yes. But it didn't feel like I grew up on a farm. I agree. No, I you mean don't. just you well, just like seeing <laughs> seeing it. It does. It doesn't yeah. feel like farm. Yeah, because it's small. Yeah, it's like it's so my my parents' house. It's like the house, and then there's the yard, and then there's like a line of pine trees, and then you're in the field, and you can walk. The field's about five acres, so you can walk back to a place where you don't see the road. Yeah, but that's about it. Like right. that's about as far as you get in the field. Yeah. And aside from mowing grass, which is something I hate to do, I could manage that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. you could. Or like a little less. Like yeah. just ha- like some land and perhaps a small, humble shed okay. where I can keep supplies Fuck yeah. yep. for outdoor things. Yep, yep. I think I could do that. Yeah. Just I think dogs. you could too. Yeah. I fuck with that. Of all shapes and sizes. Oh my God. I have a chihuahua. Uh, you know this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so excited because we've I, met. <laughs> you're acquainted, mm-hmm. met a mopo. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited that I got her now and that she's a puppy now because that means that when I am kind of of age to then get another dog, she will be older. Yeah. And she will be a tough bitch. Yeah. And she will be bossy. And mm-hmm. I just want to get a huge dog that is then going to be freaking bossed around by this chihuahua hell yeah i'm so excited for that dynamic i had that dynamic growing up i had a big golden retriever who Mm -hmm. was uh definitely the beta uh, (laughs) to (laughs) a little tiny schnauzer yeah oh amazing this this schnauzer like bossed her around and she followed the schnauzer and it was adorable to see i love it i I definitely love that vibe i support that decision 100 percent. i'm so excited 100 percent. i don't think i will ever in my life, not have a dog ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just not something that I want for myself. Yeah. But that makes it difficult when you're dating somebody because I feel like when you go on like a first date, yeah, you don't want to immediately write somebody off because of like stupid details. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, a couple of weeks ago, I was on a first date with somebody who was allergic to dogs. Oh no. And I yeah. was just like, man, this is a first date and like, I don't want to read too much into this or like, I'm not trying to like... Did you know. vocalize this or you were thinking No, this? no, no. Okay. This is all in my head. And I'm, yeah. I, but I'm just like, this is not, I mean, I'm not ever going to not have dogs, my guy. Right. So like, sorry. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I faced the same thing with, you're fucking allergic to cats, yeah. you know? Like it's, it's, it's definitely something you have to think about, but I don't think I'll ever not have kittens. Yeah. Because I love them. Yeah. And it's just, it, dude, for, as a depressed person, it's just, it's like cool to have a little fluffy thing that you take care of and it gives you a little sense of accomplishment and kind of a reason to get out of bed you know he's he's fucking hungry i gotta go feed the cat if we're gonna get like real real Mm -hmm. there have been dips in my mental health where if if i hadn't had my dogs i don't know i don't know same i I don't know yeah i was there a couple years ago like i honestly yeah that was i was like what would happen to the kittens yep Who's going to feed the cats? Who's gonna, yeah, if I kill myself, yeah, who's, who's going to take the dogs out? How are they going to get their food? Yeah. Uh, I, I've had a very, yeah, I've been in the same, the same position. And so I back them. And then for me, it's like, 
I know the dogs are going to eat my body and that's going to yeah. then kill them. So it's like, Oh, that's true. Yeah. And they yeah. would eat, they would eat my, they would eat my body as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Welcome so to- <laughs> <laughs> type in code, uh, <laughs> eat my body. Yeah. So I just, my mom just learned that animals will eat you if you die in the house. <laughs> okay. It was something she had never thought about and I had to explain it to her. And then I, one of my favorite rap songs begins with the line, uh, if I die in my apartment like a rat in the cage, would the neighbors smell my corpse before, before the cat eat my face? <laughs> Which I love. And I turned that on and I was like, oh, look, this is the thing you just learned. And now this is now it's <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. And she was like, this is fucking horrible, dude. I don't know why. I don't want to think about this. Why is that a rap song? That's ridiculous. Why is that a rap song? Yeah. <laughs> I told you the other day, I fucking love uh, when rappers in a bragging tone talk about things that aren't traditional brags. Okay. That's my favorite thing to pick up on in rap songs okay and i gave you the example of uh kendrick lamar saying something like uh show me something natural i want to see your ass with the stretch marks yeah i love that i love the way he says it uh bus driver saying driver old as fuck my daughter old enough to vote <laughs> is so good and then uh, the follow-up line to that that song i was just rapping is I used to floss the albatross like Daddy Kane with a chain, which I fucking love, man. I love I love those lines so much. It's interesting that you bring up that Kendrick line because I remember hearing that for the first time. And like when that album came out, people were losing their minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I remember hearing that for the first time and actually being struck like, oh, OK, like. I don't know, Ken- like I don't know, Kendrick. I don't really need your cosign on oh, my sure. stretch marks. Yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah, I feel that. I don't know, and and I shouldn't be complaining. Like it's good to have that kind of representation, uh, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but like I don't know, it, it was weird because it was just like it felt like reverse, mm-hmm. re- like the reverse of whatever was happening before. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Still didn't like. Yeah, it's still objectification. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's very true. But, Can I tell you on that album? I always interpreted a Kendrick line differently and and I was so disappointed to realize what he was actually saying and, and meaning there. It's something like um, seven figures ho that's slimmer than my bitch's figure. Okay. I thought he was saying the his girlfriend was richer than that. Mm. Like, oh, my 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 woman's richer than you as well. We're yeah. both richer than you, but no. he met her body. And yeah. I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Damn it. I thought that was cooler than it is. Yeah. But that happens, you know. You know. As long as we're making steps in the right direction, I guess. Objectification is interesting because certainly there's a healthy form of it in in – relationships particularly sexual relationships i've never found it no no and that's not to say that it isn't possible but i've just never experienced and maybe this is like a healthy consensual objectification of each other yeah and and maybe this is just like speaking to my inability to take compliments but like Mm. whenever somebody says anything nice to me i will find a reason to either get upset about it or reject it oh interesting Yeah. yeah 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 It speaks. The reason I say that, I guess, and and again, I 
am not of a gender that is frequently objectified. So that's, it's also probably easier for me to say that generally, but like typically if, if a woman is is showing me attention, Mm -hmm. I assume it's not because I'm hot because I don't think I'm hot. right? Right. And so when that kind of goes away and there's a moment of like, dude, I don't care how funny or smart or whatever you think you are. I don't care how smart you are. I just, I'm just I into think, your meat yeah, sack. I'm just into I'm your just, meat sack. Yeah. 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 Oh God. <laughs> I meant that to be like whole body. I, but I understand. I really <laughs> no, I understand. No. And I think I say that I haven't gotten there because like, I, 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 and, and you can probably relate to this. Like I really do not have any pride in my appearance detached from other things about me. And yes. like the only reason that I think I look good ever is because I have styled myself and I have like made myself look, I think, interesting mm-hmm. based on like, oh, I'm going to show my personality like through the way that I'm dressing. Yeah. Okay. But I've ne- it's never been like, look at my nice self yeah yeah you know yeah okay like so that makes sense so if somebody then said to me like i don't care about how smart you are how funny you are i just really like your bod i would yeah i would probably a not believe them and then probably b be like i am really funny though yeah 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 that's true (laughs) yeah and it's just a momentary version of that it's like in this moment i'm just looking i you just say yeah i've got a great butt or whatever it is you know what i mean and so I, I found that those moments are helpful for me, but I, I completely understand where you're coming from. That makes total sense. Yeah. Hmm. I was listening back to some of the episodes that we've put out, and I realized that we, you and I, mm-hmm. we very much, and we've talked about this before, we very much speak similarly. Like, we have similar speech patterns. Oh, sure, yeah. And I feel like we've talked about, like, oh, I got this from you. Yes. Do you know off the top of your dome, like any speech, oh like, boy, mannerisms that you got from me? Oh, let me think. Let me think, because they're definitely. I just scared myself with my microphone. <laughs> I closed my eyes to think and butt my nose into it. <laughs> um, oh man, there definitely are some. Do you have any examples? I think the the thing that you do when you're like, um, uh, yeah, yep, 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 <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yeah. I definitely got that from you. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I was talking to a girl once and oh this that reminds me of another question I want to ask you. Um but I w- I was talking to a girl once and she was over at my house and she was trying to do an impression of me. And my mom came in and she was like Connie, can you do an impression of him? And she, all, her impression was, well, theoretically. <laughs> and this girl laughed so fucking hard. I'd never heard her laugh that hard. And she was like, yeah, you got it. You yeah, got I it. killed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, theoretically. <laughs> and it's true. I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Boom City is a phrase that I got from you. Yeah. Which I still use pretty frequently. And also, like, the voice that I use when I'm talking to animals oh, is yeah, yours. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Is definitely yours. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing, I, this is definitely a thing that one of us got from the other one and I don't know who started it. Okay. But the, th- the thing where we're like, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Oh, I do that constantly. I think that was yours, and I and I stole it. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> so condescending. Yeah, but it's amazing. <laughs> I love that so much. I feel like I had the perfect example when we were dating, something that I realized I was doing that you did, and I can't remember. Right I, now. Do, I feel like I remember you telling me, and that's why I wanted to ask Gosh, again to see darn if it. you remembered. And my mom has said... You're, that's Natalie when I, when I say something. <laughs> Even like years after we broke up, I would say something and she'd be like, oh, that's, Na- that's Natalie. What are you doing? <laughs> Which is so funny. I, I've never had that with uh, another girlfriend, I don't think. It's something I picked up on and, and like kept with me uh, any kind of mannerism or anything. I drop them all. <laughs> boot them and scoot them. Boot them and scoot them. <laughs> you know. Oh, kick them out. Yeah. But then also scoot them. Scoot him and boot him. Didn't maybe. kick him very far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scoot him in bit. front of you. Yeah, get them positioned. And then boot him. And boot him. <laughs> We're going to take a 30 second break. We'll, I'll play that, uh, that one drop. You got to go. You I gotta... ne- no, I just need, I need something to drink. My mouth is very dry. Oh. So I'll be right back. Yeah, it's been. That's the one I'm going to use. Okay. <laughs> This is I'm I'm doing a secret part of the podcast that Michael isn't he doesn't get to, he doesn't get to know about even though he only just ran to the fridge which is in the same room that we're in but this is a secret part to just say um, that I'm having a lot of fun and uh, I'm really happy that people listen to this because I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, uh, hey Michael. Oh hey Natalie. We're What's back going from on? our break that we were took. you talking to anybody? No no no. I could have sworn I heard you talking. That was Finn. No, Finn's on the refrigerator. Oh, that was much. He's looking at us. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. You don't have to apologize to me. We just took a break. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and there was not an uninter- uninterrupted break, yeah, right? Yeah, completely. You s- I was like a monk. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you better have been. Be silent, woman. <laughs> Um, oh, you said, or I said something that made me think of something I also wanted to say. Oh, 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 oh. I bet this isn't true for you, but in the age of meeting people online and stuff, have you ever had uh, a relationship with somebody, not necessarily... Uh, romantic or dating, but something that you thought could potentially turn into that, that you haven't met very often and they were just kind of like someone from a different city or whatever that in the back of your mind you thought... Dude, I have a whole theory about this. Oh, please. I feel like everybody has that like, I don't know this person, but we're probably going to get married someday. I love it. Yeah. Great. And like I've talked about this with other people. Really? And they have that. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. This is great. I one hundred percent have that, and I know exactly. I yeah, I know exactly who. This is great news. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I thought that that I I assumed other people had had that, but because you're kind of averse to two LDRs, long distance relationships. I'm not averse to LDRs. No. I voluntarily entered an LDR. Really. Last year. Oh, that's true. And then that person broke up with me because they were averse to LDRs, and oh. then immediately started dating their ex who lived four states away, where I only lived one. That is. So I think he was lying. Yeah, that sounds like he was lying. I don't like that at all. Yeah, he wasn't great, but anyway, yeah. 
So you have, you, or at least have had that in the past. Yeah. It's a comforting thing to have, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But in your scenario, are, do, you, do you regularly talk to the person? Is it something where you're like, so I actually, someday, what if? I have two different people who come to mind. Okay. Um, and one is a person who I, know, I do talk to pretty regularly. I would say that we're friends. Mm-hmm. I, we have established that we are attracted to each other. We are established that we like have a lot of fun talking, but it's just like we live in different states and that's just like not a thing. And yeah. it's like not enough of, uh, of an attraction to yes. be able to transcend. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just a thing. But like, I do know if I ever, for whatever reason, moved to his city, I would probably go on a date with him. Is, isn't that a comforting feeling? It's kind of? so comforting. But yeah. I also have another person who I have never met, mm-hmm. but we've just been orbiting each other. Like we like, like, my friend group in college was like they knew somebody that knew somebody that was into their friend group in college, and it was just like yeah, yeah. We've never met, but we're on social media and like we're aware of each other. And I'm just always in my head. I'm just like, if I wanted to, yeah. I could try to pursue that. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. But and you don't know if they feel the same though. But like, come on. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, um, but yeah. So I, I feel like I, I, yeah. Have you ever lost one of those? Like they got married or whatever. Um, I don't think so. You sound like you did though. Yes, I have. And it's an, but it's a fascinating relationship. And I like, I think about it all the time it, as particularly when I was a, a younger person and she was just someone that was, I always talked to, but she lived not even that far away, but just far enough that it, it didn't make sense to start the dating process. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we always expressed our attraction for one another. I was always like super into her and it was just, and not that like, I didn't think again, it wasn't a matter of she's not worth pursuing or, or whatever. It was just, you know, that was that weird barrier Mm -hmm. of, are we really going to drive that far to, to start potentially seeing if we could actually function in a relationship? And it was so, but it was so nice to have that. It was just, whenever you needed like validation or something, yeah. you would talk to this person yeah. or, or whatever. And she's, she's now married with a kid. We still talk though. And it, it's just like, she's probably listening to this and knows who, who she is. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. And, and I still, I, I think about her all the time and it's, it's like, I, I definitely have lost that aspect of our relationship. She might not even be aware that I had ever been, been thinking that, but it's that's a really fascinating modern thing because I don't I mean I don't I can't imagine anyone else at any other point in history being able to kind of feel that way I guess maybe like writing letters and stuff you know what's interesting is to throw kind of another nuance on top of it is I have scenarios like that with women who the barrier is not necessarily distance yeah but the barrier is we kind of both acknowledge that we aren't 100% like comfortable with our queerness like yeah. either of us but maybe someday if we were we would Oh that's be with really each other. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so it's not even yeah, it's not even like a distance thing and it just kind of looks like a friendship. Right. But it's like Oh, if I was going to like maybe think about the possibility of having a girlfriend someday, then you know like there's a lady out there. I there is somebody that I would like think about. Oh, that's so fucking cool. But I don't but also like it doesn't put any pressure or like change the context of that exactly. friendship. Like yes. it's not like I'm like pining over this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think that's cool to have. Yeah, like, it definitely is. I wish I still had that. And it's hard to, it's like having that kind of sometimes is, I don't want to say invalidating, but like I can be sad and I can be like, nobody's ever going to love me. Uh huh. But yeah. then like my brain answers with like. Exactly. Okay, but like. Yeah, what about that person? Yeah. I think that was like very important to me when I was younger. And I don't have it now, but. It's still, it is still kind of there anyway. Just like, well, maybe there is a world in which this happens. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know. It's that's that that was very important to me at a, at a point in my life, and I had no idea anyone else was experiencing that. I assumed so, yeah. but I've never talked about that with anybody else. A lot, a lot of my friends just like, you know, weren't as online as I was, yeah. I guess, and so didn't really have that. But uh, that's good to know. No, I, like sometimes I think about it like. If my life was a movie, like that would be what what yes, happened. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This one makes sense. This one it makes sense. Yeah. I love it. Yep. So shout out to those people. Yep. The alternate reality. Yep. Spouses of ours. I'm. I know she's listening. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, how awkward for you. I know, right? <laughs> that actually kind of makes me think about something that. I was gonna, I was considering bringing up, but then maybe felt a little sheepish, but now, you know, we're here. Oh, please. Yeah. So something that I really liked about the lost episodes, the Zoom episodes, Uh is that we had a conversation that we had never had before, which was me kind of revealing that like, while you were kind of seriously dating the person that you first seriously dated after me, I didn't really handle that as well as I thought that I would have. Yeah. And it kind of like made me sad and I needed to take some distance. Yeah. Something that we've never talked about is there was a time. So after we broke up, we, I think we're very careful to never do the, maybe someday we'll get back Uh together thing. Yes. And neither of us really broke from that except for me once. That is true. And we've never talked about it. Holy shit. You're right. (laughs) And I've, Never, ever wanted to bring it up. But Holy shit, you're right. I figured this is the time. Yeah. Yeah. You were drunk, I oh, think. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And you ignored it, which was kind. Well, that's the reason I didn't bring it up, I think, is yeah. because I, I knew you were drunk and I didn't want you to feel embarrassed about that. I didn't want you to feel like that tainted our relation, our friendship yeah. in any way. Yeah. Because it didn't, of course. No. Yeah, I do remember that. Yep. When was that? I I don't even know, but I just remember waking up the next morning and being like, I don't know. I'm going to not say anything because I don't want to like exacerbate yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just, I don't know what where to go from here. Yeah. I think it, it was before I dated that person. I think that you were together. Really? Yeah. Which was You're another right. reason I felt bad about You're it. right. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. And it's probably what made you feel that way, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Can I tell you something? Sure. I pulled that move on her. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Which probably happened, like, I don't know, six months after after you said that to me. Uh-huh. Um, man, yeah. I wonder how frequently that happens in... in People drunk texting their ex? And yep. saying, well, you worded it. I don't even remember what I said. I know exactly. Oh no. Again, not no, not <laughs> not because 
it changed how I viewed you at all. Yeah. But it was just like, I don't know. First of all, it like it made me feel loved. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. But it was also uh, such a moment for me because I didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. And I, I still wanted you in my life right. very much because you're very important to me. And I like I remember thinking about, oh, shit, what do I, what do, I and do? I, and I, the next morning, was like, oh, shit, did I just mess this up? Yes. Yeah. 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 And I knew you would be feeling that way. Yeah. And didn't want you to feel that way. Yeah. Uh, but you weren't – I mean, it wasn't like – it wasn't a long profession of love or anything. It was just, it was just kind of like, Hey man, if I ever have a shot again, would you, would you let me know? Okay. It, Interesting. Was, it was just kind of like that. Okay. Like, Hey, I'm just thinking about you and our relationship. If there's ever a time where you think, Oh, I could give that another go. Or I, it, I I'm acting like I don't know exactly what you said. It was <laughs> give it another shot. Let okay. Me know. Interesting. Yeah. So at least I was kind of tempered in my, in my you, drunken for sadness. For sure. Yeah, for okay. sure. It was, it was not like a, and again, it, yeah, you framed it that way. It wasn't a, hey, would you break up with your girlfriend and get back together with me right now? Right. It was just kind of like, hey, if, our, if that ever happens, hit me up. Let me, let me know. And, and you pulled that move on her? Yeah, I did. Oh. I did. I like that less just because I know the way that relationship ended. Mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, and I, I think about that that relationship ending all the time. Cause it, it was a very, it was very much like I tried this out and it didn't work for me. So now I, I'm going to go back to the person with whom I know it works. Yeah. And then I was like, well, if that, <laughs> if that doesn't, doesn't work, work out again, and you want to get back together with another boyfriend, <laughs> let me know. Next in line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you want to bounce back again, then hit me up. Well, I wanted to, in bringing that up, I wanted to thank you for your careful handling of that. Of course. In that you did not do anything, which was the I was going to say, I felt, uh, yeah, I felt like a sloppy handling acceptable, of that. No, I, no, that was the best thing you could have done because, like, I don't want to say that I, like, woke up and was like, Ugh, but, like, I was definitely like, this is not the direction that I, I wanted things to go. Yeah, I knew, so, I, and I yeah. knew that. I definitely knew that. Yeah. And so I, I, I was keeping that in mind as well. And I, I had forgotten about that. Yep. Oh. But then as soon as, yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, not only do I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember what she said, because I said it. It's just, it was, it was always one of those things that hung over me as like, we've never talked about this. Mm-hmm. And now we have live yeah. on recording. This is some juicy scoops. But that, yeah, that's the, that's what happens yeah. sometimes, you know, that is what happens sometimes. I will say though, I didn't wait like you did. Like you, we had like kind of started talking again and we're kind of friends it was like you said that me being in that relationship was kind of weird uh for you at the time um it was hard for me to see and you want to know why it was hard for me to see yes oh can i guess yeah (laughs) i don't know if that's a game we should play (laughs) she was very much not like you well there was that but it was also it like you so this is, oh man, this is interesting too, because I wanted to talk about this. You are very different from me in that you don't ever delete social media posts. Yes. So like there are still posts like way back in your social media of when mm-hmm. we were dating of mm-hmm. you talking about me. Yes. And then you kind of started doing the same thing about her and I would see those posts uh-huh. and I would just be like, I can't. 
I don't like this. I can't look oh, at this. Oh, interesting. And that was when I kind of like unfollowed you on everything and was mm-hmm. just like, I just need to not look at this. Yeah. Which is the move. That's yeah. a good move. Yeah. But it's interesting to me that you always keep those things because whenever I exit relationships, I'm like, can I tell you something? <laughs> Bye. I archived those yesterday. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I just did. Me and her? Uh, I actually don't know if I archived yours or not. <laughs> I don't know. That's a that's a good question. Because I'm not like, it's not weird that we dated. No. We do a podcast about it. Exactly. And so with her, it's like, it is kind of awkward that, yeah. that those were there. And I was just like scrolling through. The problem, I just don't scroll through my Instagram very much. Well, that's, it's it's weird because I was looking through that person who I was talking about earlier that dumped me because they moved away. Mm-hmm. I was looking through his Instagram yesterday, and he has, still has shit up about me. And really? I'm like, you dumped my ass, and you're going to keep the posts up? Like, Yeah, that is weird. Rude, weird. I don't like. That is weird. Yeah. I wonder if she, uh, no, she never fucking posted about me. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. I, well, actually, I'm not, but I don't care about it. Um yeah, that's that's really fascinating. And I, I also, I had to, uh, I blocked, I didn't block her, which was a mistake. You should probably unfollow I think those people. I spe- when, you're, when it's still raw and like painful. I think that that should be a best practice. Mm-hmm. And then if you decide to unblock slash refollow, that is fine. And that can facilitate a conversation. We had that conversation. Yes. When I had to refollow you on Twitter or yep, whatever. Yep, yep. Um, and that can facilitate the friendship. But I, I 100%, my mom calls it a he talks. Like, mm. you just need you just need to block it out. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You do. And then, you know, now I still follow her on social media. And now I don't care when I see that stuff. Because it's just, like, not as devastating yeah. to me. Which is, you know, that's, that's just all, that's all part of the process, you know? It's all water under the fridge. It's all water under the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> That was a weird uh, – and so when that guy dumped you (laughs) to get back together with his ex, I never realized that that was the same situation. So it was weird because – so he he didn't – it's unfair maybe to say that he dumped me, but he was definitely – the conversation that we had when we were ending the relationship was he said, this feels platonic because we're not together and we're not having sex. So this okay. feels platonic. Yeah. And I said, well, I think that means this is over then, huh? Yes. Yeah. And he was like, I guess you're right. Oh, interesting. So I don't know who dumped who in that scenario. Yeah. It didn't feel great on my end. So yeah. I would like to kind of cast myself as the victim. But uh, that was like really close to Christmas. And mm-hmm. apparently over like Christmas break, this ex-girlfriend of his like came home and they like re-got back together. But the weird thing is... And it's, and it's how I kind of know that we did things right. Mm-hmm. The weird thing is that, like, he knew that I was friends with you. And he was like, oh, well, we're breaking up, but we can still do friend things. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want you to leave my life. Yeah. And I, I've been there before, obviously. And so I was like, okay, I can do that. And then, like, immediately when he gets back together with this girl is, like, telling me very intimate details no, about no, their no, relationship no, no. And, it's, yeah. and, and it like honestly comes down to like telling me like comparing us sexually oh jesus to, to saying those words to me a human person and that was kind of when i was just like i, I can't yeah that's insane i don't want to do that oh shit <laughs> yeah but did, yeah that's what happened but did, did you and so did you but did you feel i felt very much like this this dude had 
not one, but like he was better than me, which was difficult for me. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's weird because I am not jealous of this woman in that because ultimately, like, I am better off with this person, not in my life. I don't sure. think they're that great of a prize to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't necessarily feel like she won, but it was more just like confusion because I was just like, you were able to do this so easily, which says to me, like, you weren't really taking things with me very seriously. Yeah. Um, and also, like, your ability to talk about it to me, I really do feel like I was not considered in that situation. So it wasn't yeah. even that she won. It was that she got to play the game. Right. And I was just kind of like there. I can't continue that metaphor, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, I understand. I, yeah. I understand. It, the, co- the, the competition was not fair. So there was no winning. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, man. That was the, it, mine was the first relationship I, I was ever in where I felt uneasy the whole time because I thought that she felt that way. And, and then, then and it then turned it out, yeah. And I, 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 as soon as we broke up, obviously was like devastated and looking back on it like, oh shit, I wish I could have that again. Mm-hmm. But I, I immediately was forgetting all of the times where I was like <clears throat> nervous yeah. and just like uneasy constantly yeah. because I knew I, something in me knew that she felt that way. I like found a poem she had written him one time and she like read it and made a video of them together and, and added that as the voiceover. And I was like, I remember, I remember the day I found that video. She put it on her YouTube channel. Uh, so okay. it wasn't, it wasn't like I was like going through her Sleuthing, shit. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the day I found that video, I was living with Brandon at the time and, and he was with me and we, well, we watched it together and, and he was just like, Jesus, dude, I'm sorry. I, what are you going to do? And I was like, never bring it up and then just hope it doesn't like yeah. manifest. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, then and that's did. why when I break up with somebody, I delete all of the shappy shit that I did for them publicly. Yeah. Because I'm fair. not trying to bring that into my next situation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, Lord. You mm. know? Oh, hey, Munch is out. I know. I'm so happy. I don't want to scare him. He's, he's a-, a good boy. He's. Munch is one of the cats that we had together and now, for whatever reason, runs away from me whenever I come into this apartment. Yeah, it runs away from everybody. I don't know what happened to him. It he, was the balloons. He used to be the social one. He did. He's so fat. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a fat so cat. Big. He's a very fat cat. And he has a beautiful little goatee. Um, and he has two little gray dots on the back of one of his legs that look like he got a hole punch. Yes. He's a little hole punch And a leg. pink nose. And a pink nose. Oh. I love him. I love him. God, I remember the day we got him. It was November 11th, which yep. is why I gave you a little heads up that it was his birthday not long ago. Um, and he, his name at the shelter was Melvin. Melvin. <laughs> and we brought Paige with us, and Paige really loved him because she read his little, the like the little bio that they had written for him, and it said that he just wanted a place where he could play and be messy. Mm-hmm. And he's messy. Yeah, he is. Oh, I love him. What a kitten! What a kitten! What with his cats little paws. I have. You have cats, and I love them. They're so good. Uh huh. Thank you for making me get them. I'm so like honestly, if there is any reason god's plan yes that we dated yeah it was so that you can end up with these little cats i think that's true yeah yeah (laughs) 
because I never I never would have gotten them. But they're my favorite. That's my. They're very important. That's to me. really my move is just forcing animals on people. That Hell yeah, <laughs> dude! As we discussed, they I mean like kept me alive at one point, you yeah. know. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Because they're good boys. They are good boys. And I'm like so happy that I still get to see them. Yeah. Because I love yeah, them so much. And I get to see Bennett, you your get dog. To see Bennett, like, our little sausage man. It's the best. Oh. <laughs> so good. He and I cuddled uh, not that long ago. Yeah. We had a little he's, sleepover. He's such a snuggle puggle, huh? Yeah, he is. Oh. <laughs> little round man. Little loaf. Oh. They're good. Good animals. Good animals. Well, shit, man. We've been going an hour and a half. That's, Do you feel good? That's about our time, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. That's been, yeah, the last couple episodes. We're almost identical in length, I yeah. think. They were like, they were pretty close. Killing it. 90 it. minutes, boy. Boy. You feel good, though? I feel good. You know, it, in in tradition, I feel like we need to end with another murder tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So we have got him. Got him. Freeze him. Uh, freeze we've, him. We've watched a lot of house. We should know how to kill people. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, shit, man. It's never lupus. It's never lupus. I would say do it out of state if you can. Yeah. Maybe hire somebody to do it. Sorry, my cat jumped on my stove. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Finn. And uh, thank you, Michael, yeah. for having me here. Thank you, Natalie, uh, for having me here. At your house. <laughs> at my apartment. Yes. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Uh, we should probably give them our socials. Yeah. Mine is 27076. <laughs> I was literally about to open my mouth and make that joke as I thought you were saying the real thing, oh, I love and then it. you turned out to be making the joke, and I uh, couldn't do it anymore. Well, that's why we're partners. And then I was going to say actually my real social because I couldn't <laughs> think of any other numbers that existed. Mine were fake. That was <laughs> fake. Don't try it. Uh, yeah, but follow us on on uh, Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. at Michael my is ex, a weenie. No, <laughs> on uh, my ex and iPod, and then my ex and iPod dot com for our website, which is. You can visit. You can. Uh, you can write us an email. Yeah, I got you, yours. <laughs> I sure did get yours, Natalie. Thank you for that. <laughs> hey, you just got to You got to test the forms. Yes, all right? I agree. I'm in digital marketing, and it's and very it, important it to worked. test your forms. It worked very well. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So if you have any questions for us or whatever, or just want to send hate mail to me and yeah. love mail to Natalie. Yes. Then, Only nice things. Then to you me. can do that at at my ex and iPod or myxnipod.com. And uh, thank you, New York. Thank you, New York. New York. <laughs>